0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. What's the name of the podcast?
2: It's a pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a trial called Quest. You say the, the whole name. thing.
1: you <laughs> y'all see the logo one bit. there. Um, welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN. And the revolution will be, will be televised. I'm no break snow, the righteous wretched. If you throw it out, catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday.
0: Monday.
1: We
2: right back at I L the Black Savage. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's J.B. Frank. I'm that Gangster Geek. Coming at you every sh-monday.
0: Monday.
2: Monday. N W A Nerds with Attitude. Happy Monday, y'all. We're happy to see you back. Yeah, we're using a new app, so I'm
1: not sure if y'all are getting crunkly sounds or if it sounds perfect. So let us know. Give us some feedback on the sound, if you would. Much appreciated. um, Yeah, man. So what's been up to this week, JB?
2: Man, same old shit as always, man. Nowadays, you know, social distancing, staying isolated and working from home. Although, you know, the governor in Georgia, Brian Kemp, has opened up the state and my office is. Yeah. And my office is officially going back to work on Monday. Um, With that, however, you know, I'm still isolated because I'm at risk being uh, diabetic and whatnot. But, yeah, it's uh, – yeah, everything's opening up. Okay, yeah. I mean, people – we saw the videos
1: this week of people out in the streets, um, people in D.C. down at the damn mall watching the bluebirds fly, people in ups having, like, a, a, a crap game going. I don't know what he was doing. They say the sound the sound sounds good, so it might just be what we are hearing. Yeah, it looks that's like, a good like thing. On Facebook. Yeah, that's a great thing. Um, but getting into our weeks, um, as you guys see, we use a new software. It has the logo up there in the corner. I think I'm pointing to it now. We have a scroll bar at the bottom. We got our names on the screen. We'll be able to show you different articles, and we got a couple surprises for you along the way. We're just trying to make sure we give you the best content. Um, if we got to do the social distancing thing, if we got to use the app, we want to use the app that's going to, you know, that's going to give you the best product. You know, exactly. separate separate from everybody else is just using Zoom. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to me uh, for, for helping us and shit. Power Five.
2: Indeed. Indeed. He hooked a, he, he hooked us up with a solid app, new. So we're going to test this shit out this week and see how it works. But so far, so good. You know what I'm saying? So far, so good. So what's your high-low of the week, JB? What's your high-low? Uh, high-low. Um, for me... I um, was
1: smooth, too. That was smooth,
0: too, JB. <laughs> I see the high low on the screen.
2: For me, uh, the high-low, uh, my high has really been um, just just handling shit at work. You know, I had a whole bunch of shit pop off at work that I needed to deal with. A whole bunch of little extra shit thrown at me this week at work. I had to bring on seven new employees in three days um, and I was able to handle it. So that was a personal high for me. Um, the personal low for me is um, was dealing with all of my employees asking me why we were coming back to work like what like basically like what the fuck joe and i had to basically look him in the eye over a video conference or whatever and be like this is not my decision <laughs> um but i hate being in that kind of situation yeah um
1: my low of the week was just um just trying to find my groove you know my entrepreneurial the entrepreneurial thing and trying to get my business going and get what I'm trying to do off the ground and just, you know, hitting roadblocks along the way, keep feeling like I'm getting pushed back. Part of it is COVID-19. Part of it is, you know, maybe my motivation. Part of it is circumstance, whatever. Just trying to get on the right path and stay on the right path.
0: Right. Um, I realize that
1: I I might not be on that right path So I got to reassess some things. That was a low. Um, just kind of coming to that conclusion, having that real talk with yourself when you sit yourself down and nigga, what are we gonna do? We gonna work for niggas forever. What are we gonna do? Having that talk and uh, realizing I wasn't doing everything possible um, to change my situation. My high was it was my cousin uh, Shauna's birthday a couple days ago, and we have a group chat with all the all the family. In. So um, Joyce is in the group chat trying to call Shauna. And don't know what she's doing, and I'm not FaceTiming me. <laughs> My phone is ringing, I'm like, who's this in the chat trying to call me? And I hands. I'm like, Joyce? you FaceTiming now? You don't <laughs> <try to FaceTime." laughs> like, what the fuck? We wind talking for like 20 minutes, but you know, actually seeing her. Because the only time we can FaceTime is when like Nikki around and to give her the phone. So I'm just sitting there holding the phone, looking at Joyce, talking to her for about 20 minutes. And that was that was the, my high of the week.
2: Yeah, that that's a pretty good high. That's a pretty good high. <laughs> talking about <laughs> our face to face is awesome. How's she look? How's she doing? Yeah?
1: She's looking good, man. She said she was talking about the whole Corona shit, It was like she was um, in a nursing home. She was like nah, niggas getting that shit up and then I got to fuck up out
2: there. I'm going home. <laughs> Sounds just like our choice though. <laughs> that's
1: what she's still complaining. <laughs> You know, but the doctors know she got she's taking dialysis now, and every time they do something wrong, she's like these motherfuckers got me doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. But um, she
2: she was in good spirits, and that made me feel good. You know what I'm saying? Good. I'm glad to hear that, young. That's a dope high. Your your high uplifted me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. Oh man.
1: Now we got uh, as y'all know, we've been doing a kickback battle series. So um, actually, I'll answer this properly. My last joke just went viral. Our viral stories of the week. I'll start with SJB. Our kickback battles. Um, I saw a post today that somebody said, "Man, if only Prince and Michael Jackson were allowed to do a battle, nigga, we did that battle a month ago, right? <laughs> and we gave you Boys to Men versus Jodeci, and we gave you." Tupac versus Big. And this last Friday, we gave you Jay-Z versus Nas. And that was a great battle. I think you, that, that battle could have went either way. Um, great music. Listening to that 90s hip-hop, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Take you back to that mind frame. Take you back in that space. And you're just, just rocking out. And you know, it's Nas and Jay-Z. So you know it's banger after banger after banger after banger after classic. he's you sitting there like, God damn. Like you could play this shit in the club, probably. Just go Jay right. Z, Nas all night. Who can complain? You know what I'm saying? Every time
2: we do one of these battles, new, I am particularly struck by the genius of each one of the artists that we explore week after week because they, they're such great battles. They're like they're such great songs for each of them. Back and forth, back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth. You know, um, and that that part to me is one of the most fun things about this jump. Yeah, yeah, man. And
1: then everybody comment, everybody jumping in, everybody going, nah, I, oh you gotta come with this, JB. Oh new, you gotta play this. Oh, Randy said you won a Nas Jay Z battle. Get out of here, uh Randy RJ. But she said <laughs> she think you won the, uh she always say <laughs> Well, um, that's always a good time. Um, and um, it's certain songs you forget. Like I'm trying to think what songs they be going to play. I wonder if you're going to play this or play that. And you put on something, I'm like, oh, shit. I totally forgot about that one. Like,
2: <laughs> that's always a good thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I was I was mad as shit when you played niggas niggas in Paris, though. I was
0: like, <laughs> I got nothing. And I love the fucking song. <laughs> Brought me back to 2013. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching out of the car on the way to the club and shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh,
1: was so uh, We got to figure out what we're doing next week. I don't know if we should let them pick it. I think this is how we do. We, we let y'all pick it. We're gonna let to y'all to pick the battle. I will I promise I will make a post tonight with the poll. And I'll let it go until Wednesday. I got from now until Wednesday to tell us who to pick. And then we'll um go with will you know decide. We'll give you some options. I can do the write-in thing. I still like the idea of new edition as a group versus new edition, the individual groups, the artists or whatever. I do too. Um I could go with a uh Ron is saying, Cash Money No Limit. Um, that, that seemed like a good one. Um, what about some ladies? They're doing Jill Scott and Erica Badu. We could do, we said Whitney Mariah before. That'd be fine. Um, who would Janet go against?
2: Uh, is there anybody as big as Janet? I don't know. Janet J. Lo, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't
1: know that many J-Lo songs. <laughs> I don't either. Um, I can do this shit out there. Yeah. Uh, Mary J. Blige go against what, like Keisha Cole? <clears> throat> throat> right. Somebody Somebody of that ilk. We got to try to figure it out. We'll figure out some good shit. Kendrick Lamar and, and, uh, <laughs> and J. Cole. I don't know who the hell Drake can go against. Drake and Lil Wayne. Jake versus Lil Wayne would be uh that'd be a monster one. We'll figure it out. If y'all got any ideas, let us know. We're gonna be gonna do the uh oh on the not that's about. It. Hey, hey, Nicole. hey Nicole, how you doing? Glad to see you tuned in. What y'all think about the Jill Scott versus Erica Badu battle that versus is doing? I think that's a really good one out the gate for the ladies. Um I'm going with Erica, because she's a five percent and and, and one of my crushes from back in the day, but uh, uh, Jill Scott music. <laughs> Jill that guy hits, and Jill Scott's sexy ass. What? <laughs> hey, but you know what? This is a good
2: one. Jeremy said J Lo and Asanti. Now that actually works. That might actually work. That might be a good one. Damn, but me and Ashanti
1: broke up, so I don't want to, you know even really be in that space right now, you know <laughs>
2: This guy, this guy. You know what's funny?
1: I keep making the, make the relationship Joseph about Ashanti and shit. And I made the whole we broke up thing the other day, and everybody Facebook. oh my god, I'm so sorry that y'all broke up. I was praying for y'all audience to be in the city, right? And then Ashanti released all these new pictures, looking beautiful. I'm like, dog, it is just like with a real girlfriend. You break up, and you You <laughs> go ham also on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Somebody is trying to kill me with this shit, dog. What is wrong with her fine ass? Rihanna. Who would Rihanna go against?
2: Beyonce. Rihanna Beyonce. Wow. Now that's the battle. That's the battle. battle. Now that's a battle. Yes. That that's, that's that. Yeah. That's now.
1: it. I'm, I'm I'm typing this shit up right now. Um. Damn, that is the battle, yo. I think we, I think we got it. We got it right there. Fuck it, we moving on since we got it. That was it. That was it, man. Um, another thing that kind of went viral was Tiffany Haddish. For those who don't know, she was uh in her house doing an interview with, I forget who it was, and they was like, tell us something interesting, give us some tea, tell us something. It was Kevin Hart. Like, tell us something nobody knows. And she has her phone in her hand and she does like this, or like this, and shows. On her sofa was common, and they're like, "Common and Tiffany Haddish are quarantining
0: together." Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, they're getting their quarantine and chill on for real, for real. Yeah. And apparently, this started out with a virtual date, <laughs> you know. So, the, so the relationship kind of started through
1: COVID. Yeah, I thought they were being funny with that. I didn't know that was a real date, and now I'm like, "Oh, shit!" And now they. To
2: quarantine with somebody, you gotta fuck with them on a on
0: level. Cause I've been yeah. here by myself. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's real.
2: I wonder. I wonder if they both got tested and, and determined that they're either both positive or negative or whatever it is, and that's why they decided to bunk up together. I mean, I guess that's the only thing that makes sense. But I mean, that's. I mean, I ain't mad at them. Good for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, man.
1: Tip, Tiffany got a little fatty on And on the low common, sniper. Common had uh, Serena Williams, Curry Washington, uh, Erica Badu. Common sniper, you yeah. uh, know. Angela Rye. Common, he's shooting. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah he's he doing the damn thing. He's doing all right over there. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I know, oh, right? I- He's doing
1: all right, but it's the niggas out here that's not doing all right, JB. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's real. That's real. We got that's real producer, um,
1: uh, another story with um, Chris Styles from Duce Palooza, uh, party promoter, signed to Jay-Z's Y Nation. They promote the brand Duce Liquor, and they do these traveling parties. Um, it's all the rave. It's gotten so big they've they actually known one of the Barclays Center in New York. They're doing them in basketball arenas now. Um, they're bringing out performers. a really big thing. And it's ran by Rory from the Joe Button podcast. So, one of Rory's uh, associates with the producer, of Palooza was was charged with, um, well, he's not charged with anything. Uh, a couple of went off from girls saying that he was sexually assaulted them, be it, you know, pulling his dick out, um, uh, you know, aggressively touching him, trying to get him naked, trying to get him drunk, trying to get him high. And when they don't comply, don't give him to sex, you know, he'll kick them out. He'll drop them off in the middle of nowhere. Um, or just be rude, calling bitches and just being disrespectful. And um, a couple of women spoke out. More than a couple more than a lot more. I think it's like 26 women that have spoken out saying he's, he's exhibited this behavior. Um, they actually have a conversation with, he's had with one of the women saying that he knows, like, like, he don't know why he's doing what he's doing. And she's like, you know why you're doing this shit, motherfucker? Like, you know. Um, and I and one of his good buddies, Rory, essentially said he cut him off totally. Um, which leads me to believe they had a conversation and he couldn't justify his actions. He couldn't explain it away, other than he was just being a fucking creep, a uh, uh, dirtbag. Um, this is weird for me, it's rough because. We spent years dealing with the Me Too movement, dealing with women telling us, you know, how they feel when men act a certain way. Um, fellas, if you, if any of this confuses you, ask the women in your life. Me and JB really sat down with the women in our lives. I had several, several conversations about what sexual assault is versus sexual, you know, versus rape, you know, sex abuse, what um, coercion is, but um, you know, just running run the gamut and making sure that we totally understood. And then we did several shows on this. So us coming from a perspective of we've dealt with this. We've looked at it. We've studied it. we talked to women. And so our perspective is a little bit different. And I just feel like this nigga is ass. Like, he, like he trash. And yeah, kind of shit, is trash nigga shit. And um, I've seen niggas saying, like, nah, them bitches be lying. And, and how y'all just going to believe them? And, and I heard women say... Niggas don't really care. Y'all don't care about what women go through. And I'm just like, I don't know what none of y'all are talking about. I know where we stand, maybe because we're older, we're in our 40s, we look at the world a little bit differently. But um, my immediate thing was he need help. He, need, he needs to be held accountable. And he's some kind of psychiatric attention.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, knew What jumped out of me was clearly this individual uh, has, a, has a, 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 a problem. And when I say problem... I mean specifically a mental issue. Now that does not excuse his actions in any way, shape, or help. Uh, I mean any way, shape, or form. But you also gotta respect what Rory did for his homeboy because sometimes when your friends do fuck shit like this, the best thing you can do is stand on your own morals and let them niggas go. My G, I love you. I love you know, I you're you're still my brother, but. I'll holler at you after you get some, you know, some therapy. You know what I'm saying? I'll holler at you after you fix this shit. The best thing for us to do now is not be friends. Because I don't fuck with anything that you're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? So you got to respect Roy for taking that position with his homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like,
1: Like, I don't know anybody. I don't think I know anybody that would do any like. If he had gotten mad at one girl and broke up with her or didn't want to date her no more, you know, whatever, you know, that, not the nicest thing, but it's your prerogative. She didn't want to, right. work, you don't want to date her, whatever. This nigga putting women down three, four o'clock in the morning, they got to walk two, three miles to a train station to try to get home. It's like, it's beyond the over aggressiveness, it's beyond that. It's like, how are you treating them afterwards? Like, I've had women in, in, my, in my spot that didn't want to do nothing. At the end of the night, I still walked into their car. we to be still going to have fun. We're not going to sit here and I'm not going to pout on the sofa. We're going to have fun. I'm going to walk you to your car, give you a hug, whatever. Text when you get home. And I'm going to come back in the house. I'm going to jerk off and call another chick. I'm just being honest. But I can't imagine being mean to somebody, like being evil. Like, ah, you want me to fuck
0: like, ah. Yeah,
2: why? Like, this nigga is doing so well. Why is he th- so thirsty? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Great question. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just bad all the way around. Like, um, you know, fuck niggas like that are not are not a frequent uh you know part of our lives. So this isn't really something that we are overly exposed to. You know, I do want to echo your points, new, about um, you know, the fact that we talk to ladies about these types of bad situations that arise and how they felt so that we could better understand their perspective. I think that all men should do that. And fellas, just a word of advice, just from the gangsta geek, when you're in those conversations, you need to be listening, not talking. Your opinion is not relevant at that point because you don't even know what the fuck it is that they're saying. You know what I'm saying? You need to shut the fuck up and listen and absorb and understand. Even if you don't agree you need to understand what is being said. And that's all I'm gonna say about that, new. Tell them stories, A.B.,
1: about um, Mel and Lex was telling us about um, the experiences at the club and shit.
2: Oh, yeah. So, so you know, they're saying, like, like, going to the club was, like, horrible for them. Like, they always had to be on guard. They always had to be in a position to protect themselves. You know, they didn't ever feel comfortable you know, getting drinks from anyone who offered to buy him a drink because who knows what the fuck could happen. Niggas would try and split shit into their drinks and shit. They talked about motherfuckers putting hands on them as they're walking through the club. Niggas just being incredibly inappropriate during dancing. Yeah, and, and so y'all know what they did was they had me and JB
1: pretend to be women in the club. So we would walk and have to walk through them and they showed us this how niggas get all in their face Hand here, hand there. Grab my dick. Like that's what they do to us every day We're in the club. And you kind of feel weird because you're like, because I'm like, I've seen niggas like, like aggressive with girls who are up in their face talking to them, and I would be like, oh, he's trying, to, he's trying, to get her number. But I'm like, if you a total stranger and a, you're a woman and a drunk nigga just up in your face, hey baby, you, you, you kind of like, hey. Like even if you want to get a nigga your number, you probably like, damn, nigga, why you so close? And why are you touching me? Like stop touching me. You know, I'm listening to you. What are you saying? And so they kind of walked us through that exercise. And at the end of it, we were sitting there like, yo.
0: Yeah, like that's
2: incredibly right. right. absorbious.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, it's um, like I'd have, I'd have stole a couple of motherfuckers behind. Right, you. right,
1: right. Like, and it's um Kristen said um it's not just it's not thirst, it's just a general disregard for women as anything more than pussy. And I agree with that because the minute that you can't get the pussy, she's, she's nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's weird because niggas obviously don't have no, like, they have no regard. Yeah, at the end of the night, you're gonna to leave her at three in the morning, three miles away from any transportation. That means you don't give a fuck about her life. Like her life literally means nothing to you. Like that's crazy.
2: And that was the extreme, and that was the extreme that um that Chris Styles is taking it to new, which is, I mean, in my mind, it's it, it's it's criminal, like real talk. Like, I mean, leaving leaving women stranded in Brooklyn at three o'clock in the morning and shit, like really, like really Mudgy. Like, what like what are we talking about right now? You know what I'm saying?
1: I'll I drive a woman home angry as shit before I before I leave her in the fucking street. And I tell you, like JB, I tell you, women, like, you know we do the kickbacks, and that's why we the kickbackers and all this. So that's why the podcast we always having game nights. It's always a bunch of women around. Us. I mean, like if shit hadn't gone down, um, where I stopped dealing with the shit and all this shit, crazy shit happening, we probably would all be quarantined together now. Like that's how close and tight we was. Um, girls could not walk to their cars. By themselves at night. If we having to kick back, and it's we leaving the house at two in the morning, well, the rule is a woman can't go to her car unless she has a male escort. Like that's how you treat women. So this nigga just dropping women off in the middle of nowhere. It's like it's bad, yeah, it's bad. And you can do fucked up shit, and people can go, well, you know that wasn't that, you know, he immature. Like he's doing bad things. What if one of the women would have gotten raped? Well, not just by him, but just being out at three in the morning, drunk. Cause he got him drunk in the middle of nowhere. What if they got him robbed? What if they got murdered? Like he thought of none of that. Just that I can't get the pussy. So figure it out, bitch. And that's yeah, it, may,
2: it makes it makes zero sense whatsoever. Um, I think this guy is disturbed. I I I, I really really do. Um, it is not an excuse at all. He needs to get help um, before his ass winds up in jail. I mean, let's just let's just leave it at that. Kill. Okay or killed.
0: You
2: know what I'm saying?
1: You, you, you bring these women to your house and you putting hands on them and grabbing them up and kicking them out and, and cussing them out. Somebody One of them chicks got a brother. One of them chicks got a father. One, oh, one, 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 <laughs>
2: one of them just might oh, have, have
1: a gun. One of them just might have a
2: gun. They
1: deal with you on their own. <laughs> real, real, real quick, JB. Chris said, saying, you know, man, she got put off a bus on eight for of 1 a.m. and was lost or she was she was 16. Oh, she was no. truck driver for directions, and he said she had to fuck him first. And when she refused, he just stopped throwing bottles at her. What? Fellas, talk to the women in your life. They'll tell you just how trans niggas really is. They'll tell you. I, so that's, um that's
2: just that's just awful, young. My heart goes out to you. That is, I mean, Nick, Nick, you niggas shouldn't do shit like that, simply put. That's just bad. I can I, I got no words for that. I mean, that's just yeah, that should have been our what the
1: fuck story of the week. But um, uh, we're gonna move on from that bullshit and get into something more positive. Um, but we are on our what the fuck story of the week. So our what the fuck story of the week, Jay-Z's Jay-Z, JB's cousins over in Wuhan. We've just discovered that the, the, uh, the five eyes, the five English speaking countries that are doing an investigation, um, have discovered that uh, the coronavirus was, in fact, created in a lab in Wuhan. And um, it was leaked either accidentally or on purpose, but it was leaked out. And of course, it spread. And the Chinese government lied about how it was spread, they lied about how quickly it was spreading, and they lied about the fact that it was created in a laboratory. Um, and they should be held accountable for that because that information could have done a little more to prepare us. But it wouldn't have done a lot more to prepare us in the US because of Trump's inefficiency. Firing the pandemic that Obama put in place, dismissing it as, as fake. Um what, what, what's his name, Fake news as fake news. Yeah. Dismissing it as um as, as, you know, not even as bad as the flu. Dismissing it as when warm weather comes, it'll disappear. His ineptitude. Got us to this point. We would have had a better starting point
2: if China had kept it a book. Um what's your thoughts, JB? <clears throat> no question, JB. You um, JB, Jesus Christ. new. um, you hit the you hit the nail right on the head. How you she- call me you? <laughs> I, I don't know, young. I don't know. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no question because um you can actually go on YouTube. And find stories in Wuhan, um, China, and um, in Australia of people who um, were on the front lines dealing with COVID-19 before it became a big thing, and how the Chinese government worked to hush them up, silence them. One of the doctors who first identified COVID-19 as a diagnosis in a hospital Tried to go public with it. Tried to become a whistleblower. He was actually quarantined and then isolated by the Chinese government, and he ultimately died in confinement in a hospital. Um, that story is on YouTube. The story about other Australian families. One, uh, one Australian citizen who has a who has a wife who is a Chinese resident. Um, she. Um, <clears throat> You know, she was in prison because it was thought that she had a high fever, even though she didn't exhibit COVID symptoms. And she was basically put on lockdown and told not to go anywhere or to say anything to anyone. Now, this was in early to mid-December, before everybody knew about COVID-19. Um, so yeah. there are YouTube stories that can attest to the, to the relative truth of that. Now, your second comments were also right on point in that um, these issues with COVID-19 do not excuse the Trump administration's ineptitude, number one. And number two, we cannot allow the Trump administration to use this COVID-19 conspiracy scandal as a smokescreen for his lack of a response. Without throughout the exactly. crisis, you know, them starting it doesn't doesn't get him off the hook for being a shitty crisis president. Just being a shitty president, gen- president in general. You feel me? Man? Yeah, he
1: one of them dudes that'll drop you off at three in the morning if he can't get no pussy. We we know he's one of those two.
2: Yeah, you I know, mean, if you don't
1: get away. You know, he'll he'll fire you. He'll drop you all on the street corner, but he'll silence you like he's trying to do with Dr. Anthony Fauci um, and not letting him speak um to the Senate about the uh the the early uh part of the pandemic and our preparation or lack thereof. Anthony Fauci is now uh cannot speak, cannot testify to our lack of preparation. And and I would even go as far as to say the lack of uh opportunity to prepare ourselves by taking it lightly. Um, so that's a, a, another interesting thing, JB. Um, I don't know that I need to hear just how bad Trump handled it. I know he handled it bad. Um, I, I want to know what they're doing now and how we're moving forward. But, um, I mean, it, it's obvious. It's apparent why they don't want uh, him to speak. He's the first, Anthony Fauci's the first one that came on and said, Hey, this thing is disproportionately killing African-Americans. Is disproportionately attacking us, and he and he said it's the diet, it's their health, it's diabetes, it's high blood pressure. Um, so it's like, I appreciate him, and I I don't like him silence in any capacity. But I don't need any concrete proof as how bad Trump answered this. I fucking know. But maybe if it came out, it would hurt him in the election. <clears throat>
2: or his well, brothers. maybe it should come out. Maybe we maybe we should be angrier that it won't come out. Well, the the important thing about him um, him talking to the Senate Appropriations, uh, I'm sorry, not the Senate Appropriations Committee, the House Appropriations Committee and the House Oversight Committee um, is because um, they are assessing how Trump utilized all of the money that they gave him to deal with the virus. So the reason why this testimony would be important is because Fauci is basically there to be their check and balance against Trump. They basically want to ask him, hey, did Trump spend his bread like we told him to and like he promised he would. So the White House blocking him from saying anything to that appropriations committee is, is some of that misdirection that we're seeing with him blaming this thing on the COVID crisis move. Um, Furthermore, They're going to allow him to testify before the Senate committee, but not the House committee. Why? Because the Senate is Republican and the House is Democrat. That's why. So this is politics, which makes it fucked up, right? Because our COVID-19 news and our COVID-19 crisis management is being funneled through a political filter, and it cannot be new. Yeah, um,
1: it's crazy, J.B. I, I just went um, and took a look. We are live on YouTube for those that you know don't know. Live on Facebook for those who listen on Mondays. You can tune in Sundays at 6 p.m. to watch it live and interact. Y'all see Kristen uh, has a lot to say on everything. <laughs> and we we appreciate that and we welcome that. So everybody speak up. Everybody give us your thoughts. Let us know what you think about this shit. Yeah. Um, and as it, if it couldn't get worse, JB, they are now murder hornets. What the hell is a murder hornet? A murder murder hornets. There are literally killer bees that are now in America. No, this is the end of the world. This is the end of the world. You got motherfucking uh, uh, the, the COVID-19, Donald Trump is president. We got murder hornets. Yeah. God, left England.
2: The world is ending now before y'all now before y'all uh before y'all um <laughs> i'm just i'm just laughing at kristen i'll be talking but this sometimes i'll be quiet <laughs> but um so the hornets the hornets were actually discovered in washington state so they're still in the upper north West right now. Um, these motherfuckers are supposed to be huge, up to two inches in size, which is not small for a hornet. I have been stung by a hornet before. It is fucked up. Hornets don't have barred stingers, so they are one of those insects who can actually sting you more than once and then fly away and sting somebody else. So this is very, very scary to me. But they they, is
1: passing, they passing the rona back and forth between niggas, Sting the niggas and going to the other niggas. Passing the rona, it's JB. Yeah, in the,
2: world, in the world. I uh, I'm just glad they're in Washington State right now. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> okay, so I know Jeremy said
1: Lauryn Hill and Janet Jackson. I think those are two different types of music. Kinda. I would put a Shanty against Janet Jackson. Really. Well, was the only kid I'm with? Nah, Rihanna, Beyonce, because Janet Jackson isn't a strong singer. So her music is dance music or fucking music. Ashanti isn't a strong singer. Her music is dance music or fucking music. Right. That's why I would put them. And, and Ashanti got, is in the Guinness Book of World Records for like most number ones by a woman in the start of her career. So she got the hits. And it's only to 20 songs. I wouldn't put Lauren, because Lauren be rapping and singing. And Lauren no got one album. Yeah, be harder for Lauri anybody. If you go into 20 songs, you would have to do with Lauri like an album versus an album. Like Laura, yeah, that's presentation Versus like Murray Live's Mr. Four One One. But we could do that shit too. We got time. We'll figure it out.
2: Yeah, we'll definitely figure it out, man.
1: I got stung by bees before. I think I told the story on the podcast. Yes, you did. Um, about eight years old, bored in Mayfield, decided to go playing in a dumpster like literally in the dumpster. There was a mattress in the dumpster. So me and my little neighborhood friends got in the trash dumpster, one of them big-ass ones, and we was jumping up and down on a mattress and landed on a hornet's nest. And them bees came and stung up. It was, one Went down the street, they was still following the stingers. I got in the house, My mother had to the every fucking stinger out of me. Like, whew, I thought I was going to die. And then after she got them all out of me, called me down, took care of me, I got a whooping for playing in the dumpster.
2: Yeah, I you have you have told that story, and it's fucked up. Um, let's just say, thank God those weren't hornets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those,
0: those <laughs>
2: That's what's up. Um,
1: Danny, they keep going back to this damn battle, Tana against Beyonce. That wouldn't, because of their dancing, that wouldn't be a bad matchup. I think Rihanna Beyonce is the better matchup, though. Um, what y'all think? That's what I think. I think Rihanna Beyonce is
2: the matchup. I think so too, personally. Um, I think that I think that they kind of slide into the same era too of music, which makes yeah. it cleaner, easier.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I never got in the ever again. That was the last time I was ever in a dumpster. Uh, Just just so you guys know. (laughs) I'm no no longer playing dumpsters. I was a little ghetto boy. We did a little ghetto shit. (laughs) Uh, Our next topic is JB's favorite uh, award segment, the Donald Don't Be Dumb Award.
2: Lord, have mercy. Uh,
1: We got to give this to two of the places, the only two places I've lived and two of the three places JB's lived D.C. and Atlanta. Now, D.C., you know that's not a word. Y'all niggas cannot, not be down at the National Mall in the park, one, watching the bluebirds fly, and two, just out, niggas are all having crap games. They, they in the summer centers doing car shows, driving up and down, looking like Need for Speed or uh, Grand Theft Auto. And what's that movie that all the driving um, with, with, with Tyrese and all that a minute? Oh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Man, I got to cut that shit out, man. Niggas is just standing around outside in groups and clusters. Well, I got some uh, terrible news today. Niggas was at the mall in Georgia today, in line, outside, in the hundreds, trying to get some
2: goddamn Jordans. Yeah, it was worse than that, Lou. Um dude. Look at look at the look at the picture I show. Uh, well, actually, the picture is right there, y'all. That was the. Oh yeah, that, I posted it. I posted it. That, that's the mall. Yeah, that's the mall yeah. yesterday. That's the mall yeah, yesterday, yeah, y'all. It. That shit is you absolutely crazy. And it was the Blue Angels who flew over, um, which was the reason why everybody was out there or whatever. But um, if the Blue Angels were flying over Piedmont Park then they're also basically flying over Atlanta. So what a lot of motherfuckers did in our neighborhood actually knew was they didn't drive their asses down to mile park. They basically just went outside and stood out on their decks and looked at the blue. Nigga,
1: I saw them driving back. I was on the sofa playing Madden. And I looked and was like, that jet, what the fuck? It's like, it's like four or five of them, where they going? And then I, I didn't realize that that was the bluebirds. Blue
2: Angels, whatever they call them. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, I mean, it was worse today. I saw, um, huh? I was just going to say, and it was worse today. I went up... I just went for a drive today because I needed to get out of the house. I didn't get out the car. I didn't go anywhere. Doing. Any, I just drove around. And motherfuckers were out everywhere. You would think it was like Memorial Day, you know, Like... I mean, no social distancing at all. I'm talking about multiple people crossing the pathway on a jogging trail, motherfuckers out grilling and barbecuing and shit in the park, niggas in the boats, in the water, niggas swimming in the Chattahoochee River, like, it was, I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? Like. It would have been a beautiful scene if it wasn't COVID nineteen, because people were literally out frolicking. But, like, 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 we talked about this yesterday when we were doing our our our, our pre uh, pre uh, pre up for the show. How, like, motherfuckers will actually just listen to the government and not pay attention to common sense or to what their doctor or to what the Surgeon General <laughs> is telling them. If the government says, go outside, they're going to go outside. And that, to me, is just batshit fucking stupid crazy, my dude. And I've been getting on people. They be, they, people, Some people
1: on this post right now be tired of me. Like, yeah, I'm going to go through the thing. You going where? You know what? I'll be fussing. I'm like, dog, stay your ass in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why people aren't staying in the house. And then now people and I hate this whole little uh, you know the people you care too much or why you worry about what somebody else doing and I'm like if you don't understand why a hundred people standing in line to buy some shoes and and some of those some of them are have been contaminated or have it and pass it along then they go home to their houses to their family and friends and then their family friends go to work and go around their family and friends and eventually it could get back to me just because forty dumbass niggas are standing in line for some fucking Jordans. Like it, it isn't uh it isn't as cut and dry as well, if they die, they die, don't worry about them. Nigga, 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 it ain't that cut and dry. I can yeah, go that's... work tomorrow or whatever day. And um my co-worker could be dating a guy who's best friends with the guy who has a roommate that to my Jordans. And they took out away trickle, chicken trickle, 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 Now I'm going my office.
2: Now get it. they not hear me though. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't get it, and a lot of experts are expecting the number of COVID cases to increase rapidly now that things are opening up. <laughs> I pray to God that that doesn't happen, but we, I mean, real talk, Young, we need to be ready for that outcome. You know what I'm saying? Because that that is, that's, that's more than possible. It's probable at this point. Yeah. D.C.,
1: I am your mayor. It's new to mayor. Atlanta, I am your righteous ratchet. It's the righteous ratchet. Stay your old black asses at home. Stay your asses home. It ain't worth it. It just ain't. And I know, I'm going to say, you go out to get your supplies. You go out to get food. Yeah, I am risking my life every time I go get groceries. Yes, I am. I'm risking my life every time I go get something essential. I try to get bleach or Lysol toilet paper. Yes,
2: I am. Not it's not as my a fucking idiot, Hold on. I'm going to cut on the air because I'm sweating. Yeah, I'm not risking my life for
1: Jordans. I had to cut on my AC today because it was 80-something degrees. I tried to have the battery on the door, open. I keep it cracked because I don't want to open it up too much because I don't want the cold to come in, so I keep it cracked like that or oh, you can see it like, like that. But that little crack wasn't working day, because it's 80-something degrees here in Atlanta. So I had to cut on the AC. If you're here in A, you know what I'm talking about. It's hot the as shit today. Well, it's a beautiful day. I wanted to be outside, goddammit. Um, That's better.
2: I needed to get a fan or some shit on. It's hot so, as shit the, in this what you, what you, what you show. Do, what you Let me know. i you
0: Oh, she needs some liquor. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, well, some I, I just read
1: up. Jeremy was to say, well, I got an idea. Instead of Rihanna versus Beyonce, how about Beyonce
2: versus Rihanna? Really, Jerry. That is my goal, JB. <laughs> <Jeremy>. <laughs> this Negro. Oh man. Chris said you got a nice place. Oh, thank you, darling. I try and decorate, you know, try and do a little something. something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So we got um our Nipsey hustle Award, JB. Um, and I like this app because as you can see we got the awards and everything going along on the bottom of the screen. We got the logo right there. Yeah, right there. <laughs> and my name right here. And then JB name. Well I can't I can't point on your screen, but y'all yeah, see his name over there too. Um I
2: need he, rapper. I'm the producer. <laughs>
0: Perfect.
1: Did Perfect. Um, he made a statement, J.B.? He said, hey, man, uh, Joe Biden has to show me what he's going to do for black people. He's going to to show me that uh, whatever he does is going to benefit us. He has a specific agenda for us, but he's not getting our vote. He's not getting his vote. He's going to hold his vote hostage until Joe Biden speaks on what he's going to do specifically for black people. I, I love it. Um, I I did not love it four years ago when they were trying to do that with Trump. I thought it was a dumb strategy. And I said, if Trump gets in office, all this voiding my interest, all this I'm voting my conscience shit, going to fuck us up. I was like, he's too incompetent. And a fucking might at the end of the world, some crazy shit happened, and it's going to fuck us all up. Can't let Trump win. You're a fair new. You're trying to scare people. Look what the fuck happened. A fucking global pandemic where our country was hit the hardest. So yes, it is global. But who was hit the hardest? Oh, we were hit the hardest Biden. by far. Because incompetence. Yeah, right, because of the incompetence of Trump.
2: So
1: no doubt. Trump and Hillary aren't the same. And Trump and Biden aren't the same. And that's what I'm getting at. So I do like the fact that we're holding Biden accountable, putting his feet to the fire. Um, My biggest fear was something like this would happen. So I'm not afraid to have Trump another four years, because this was what I feared. His incompetence would lead to something of this magnitude. And people said I was fear mongering. I was trying to scare people. No, I was just being realistic. Yep. I get tired of me knowing, and everybody else got to catch up. I got to wait for everybody else to figure out what the fuck I'm talking about. And now that we're here, I don't mind going, hey, man, y'all got to you jump Trump, You know, jump, you, know, you got to show us something. You got to show us something. I don't mind saying that, JB. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat>
2: that's real, um, especially when you look at the situation in terms of the fact that we're already going through Armageddon right now, honestly, it can't get any worse. So our vote has to go towards making it better. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. It has to get better at this point. And I love Diddy using his influence and his, his, Frankly, it's his speaker box, you know, his, his 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 power to say what needs to be said to someone who supposedly will be rep- representing minorities. If you want to represent minorities, fucking represent minorities. It's just that simple, you know. Yeah, Chris said they're not the same. And it's wild um, and
1: annoying that people are saying that. It's like, you know, I guess with Biden, he has 30 years of political history behind him. Trump has 30 minutes, you know, and really, you know. And um, so he, um, I don't, I think that uh, that how the next 60 days go with this uh, COVID-19 will determine if Trump gets re-elected. Um, it, it'll, it'll go a long way to determining that. If he continues to fumble this, he absolutely will not be re not even by the Republicans. They won't want him. Um, if he manages to flatten the curve, like like in record time, meaning he's already too late. But if he manages to go from now to another two, three weeks, four weeks and the curve flattens, then that's going to go a long way towards his supporters. Um, but I don't think he'll be reelected unless the sex allegations with Biden um, wound up costing him Sad. a lot.
0: <laughs> so
1: J.B.'s old poker buddy, Uncle Joe, Joe Badden, uh found himself in quite the pickle of a situation. Um, Terry, not the one from TV, but Terry is, his, is an associate he worked with uh, back in the 90s, early 90s, um, is now coming forward accusing him of sexual assault. He has gone on to say uh, he's denied it. Um, He's categorically denied the claims. And I'll let Jimmy break this down a little more for you guys, but they haven't been able to find uh, the the complaint to see Leslie filed. Even her her herself has said um, that the complaint did not necessarily have anything about sexual assault in it. So I don't even know why that complaint is being brought up, but they can't seem to find it. And it looks like it may go away. if it does not, I can see that being a black guy. But I don't really know how because Trump has Trump has been charged with sexual assault. He he's fighting cases right now. And well, that, he, you that know, one is better than the other, but I'm just saying that
2: if it didn't derail Trump, it shouldn't
1: derail Biden. Um, Jamie?
2: Yeah, um, so this uh this situation is crazy because um you know, she she is accused Biden of sexual assault, and she says that she filed a complaint. That Joe Biden handled this, in my opinion, like a grown man do. Because basically, what he said is, "I'm not, I'm not going di- to, I'm not going to discount this lady's ag- allegations." However, she substantiated those by saying that she filed a complaint. Let's find a complaint, and he requested that the president of the Senate. Um, And um, that the National Archives actually go into his employment records so that they could locate any record of any complaint at all. And he said, if they find a complaint, then, then yeah. But I'm telling you, there is no complaint. And that's just the way he handled it. He's like, don't take my word for it. Let's find the evidence. I demand that the evidence be made public to everyone. He said that. And so he's like, if it happens, then so be it. And you got to respect the man who stands on those kinds of principles. He's not just going up there and saying, I had no relation with this woman. He's saying my record will prove I had no relation, no, 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 no sexual harassment situation with this woman. Go find it. And you got to and you got to like and you got to like the way he's sticking to his guns on that and sticking to the facts. And not shaming the victim because that is what he is not doing. He is not shaming the victim. He's saying, "If she feels this way, I'm sorry that that that, that happened." First of all, but I don't think it I, I, it didn't happen. So let's find the records. Let's not have me say whatever about her. Let's find the real records and then let's talk. <laughs> you know, and you gotta respect that. Yeah, um,
1: I, it's. The public and trickery, Um, I don't want to dismiss it. I don't want to blow it off. Um, but I do find it. Um, it will be very interesting to see the, the country's response when Trump has these same allegations, well, worse allegations on him now. So we'll
2: see. Oh well, Trump was Trump was brought up on um, on charges, and then he paid. A, well, no, he he paid a stripper. To to hide one of his set of charges, he paid her to basically walk away from it. And then there are other allegations. And then there's the live recorded tape with him saying how he grabbed women in the pussy. You know, like it it just goes on and on and on. You know. What up? What up,
1: Chicks here? Jeremy? Or Jeremy say you let the computer screen us being able to bring in the articles and shit. And Kristen said I can store his border to split the Democrat vote to help the Republicans win because the general public is too lazy to dig into the details. They already have in their mind that he's a rapist. I mean, yeah. 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 Um I think what needs to happen is if we can get to the bottom of it, get to the bottom of it. But her she's already recanting things she said and it feels like it's just enough of a distraction. Um and I hate to be dismissive, but I'm like, what are we talking about? I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. So we gotta, I think we kinda gotta move on with that. And I don't know about the Trump child trafficking case. I'm not sure about that. But uh, if he does, that's even crazier. So yeah, even crazier. Um, Now we can get into something it's something fun. We've been doing all this doom and gloom shit. We are all quarantined, we all stuck in the house. What are y'all watching? It is time for our Netflix and Chill segment, and um, I really want to talk about uh, The Last Kingdom.
2: So do I. I so you. do
1: I. I just Started The Last Kingdom. I'm on season two, and um, the shit, man, I like it. I like it. It is Game of Thrones esque. Um, it's about uh, London, the I guess when it, the forming of the country, um, and JB has told me it is based on a true story, like. These are real life people, real live incidents that, you know, they might have their little Hollywood magic on it, but this is real. And um, I'm loving it. The character, Utrecht, I've been calling him Nutrient, No Breaks Nutri- Um, Because a lot of those shows, like Jon Snow, I liked him. He was too good to get it for me, so I couldn't really relate to Jon Snow. Um, so I, I fuck with, like, Aria or um, Jon Snow Boy that was down with the grimy shit. Uh, but on this show... The main character, I can actually go, hey, I I I, I see you, you know what I'm saying? So Utri, fuck, I'm fucking with Utri heavy. Um, I don't want to give any of the story away, but it's back in the olden days. Um, it's in England, and it's for a battle for the throne. So in that regard, it is very similar to the premise of Game of Thrones. They're battling for the throne. They're battling for power, which is just like the election with you know Joe Biden and Donald Trump battling for power, battling battling for money. Battling it for land. Um, and it's a great show. It, it it got me. Like I've been trying to start different shows and I've been, you know, watched three, four episodes of this, three, four episodes of that. And this one, I'm in.
2: Yeah, yeah. I love this, Joe. Um, you, uh, you're finishing up season one. I just finished season four. So the good news about this one is there's plenty of programming available. You know, it ain't like a one season and done, like many of the seasons on Netflix, where they rope you into the story, and you're like, oh shit, and then season over, you're like, god damn it, now I gotta right. wait another, <laughs> if this joke gets the second season, right, uh, right, there are four seasons available, Um, you know, just to delve into a little more detail, I know you touched on it, but, um, the story of England is a story of how seven kingdoms became one. Right. So it gives you a du- direct parallel to Game of Thrones. A lot of people say Game of Thrones is actually an allegory for the his- his- history of the formation of England. Um, so it's a really, really neat story. All of the names are real. All of the people are real. A lot of the, the events are portrayed with historical accuracy. There really was a person called Uthred Bebbanburg who is the main character. So it's just a really, really interesting story, New, new and I love it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, the show is,
1: uh, is great, man. It's great. I'm loving it. Um, season two is starting. So I'm, I'm kind of wicking my way through season two. And it's just like Game of Thrones characters you might grow to love just get whacked at the job of the dime you're just like what the fuck oh, that was my guy i don't fuck with her oh man that's crazy so um you're always wondering what's gonna happen and um it, it's just I'm at a good point I'm at well I don't want to say where I'm at for people people who haven't watched it but I'm starting to see certain things and I'm starting to go
0: oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. I
1: definitely recommend the last um the last kingdom um, another pick I got for you guys, I've been saying it damn near every week. I'm saying it again this week. Dave, Little Dickies Comedy, produced by Kevin Hart, that's on FX. I've been watching it with the Hulu app. And um, this today's episode was like, yo. But well, last week's episode was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, right. What is this, like, this is genius, and it's disturbing, and it's weird, and it's uncomfortable. But this is good. This is genius level shit. Um, And that's all I'm gonna say, man. Like, Dave on uh, FX, which I'm watching on the Hulu app, it's funny, it's witty, it's dry humor, it's hip hop, it's music, it's lyrics. It's talent, it's relationships, it's it's, it's work. It's it's a uh, comedy, it's, it's sitcom. It's thirty minutes. Watch, watch it.
2: Excuse me, uh, JB. What, what else you got, JB? I know you watching something. <clears throat> I got another. I got another good geeky show um, called Penny Dreadful. This is uh, this is yet again another Netflix show. But those of you Myself and remember a movie called The League of Extraordinary you you know, gentlemen Sean Connery, um, <clears throat> and uh who's the dude from uh Queen of the Damned? I oh Stuart Townsend as Dorian Gray. But that movie had Dorian Gray, the invisible man, Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde, and Mina Harker from Dracula in it, right? And Alec Quartermain. Penny Dreadful has Alan Quartermain, Dorian Gray, Victor Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, Frankenstein, (laughs) and the cast of characters continues to grow, but they are actually like Victorian fictional characters. So it has this really, really interesting historical element to it. And they frame it in Victorian times when so much crazy shit was going on. And they're open about what was going on in America because America was killing Native Americans during that time. And what was going on in England? Cholera epidemic, industrial age, polluting the water in the skies, everything. They get into all of that shit. So it's just a really, really interesting show because they take a fantastic perspective and add it to, you know, a historical milieu, a, a historical theme, a historical time. A historical what? Million, and me, and what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they go JB with his gangster geek word of the week. Oh, I like that rhyme. The gangster geek word of the week. What is it? The money. Yeah, let me <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Let's do this right. <laughs> Let's do why, this Why right. you looking that up? Jeremy said he just finished American Gods. I stopped after season one. I need to go back. How many seasons American Gods on now? Two or three um black sales i heard of black sales but I never watched it kristen says she she loved Dave. she caught up uh, um she called it the white atlanta says you heard about penny dreadful
2: yeah penny dreadful is the shit. and so a milieu is a social environment there it uh-huh. is okay yeah
1: only speaking french and shit.
2: <laughs> JB Janksyke <laughs> word of the week. There you have it.
1: Hey, so um Jeremy brought up American Gods and that reminded me of Westworld. I never watched Westworld after season one. There are shows that I probably need to go back to. Uh Westworld is one. Um shit, I never finished how to how to get away with murder. I want to finish that. Um I never finished. What's the new show you was watching, JB, with the kids, and they got powers, and they stay in their family house now? Oh, shit. Uh, The October Faction. Yeah, I never finished that. See, I never finished Peaky Blinders. I've watched so many podcasts and listened to so much music that it'd be hard to get to the shows. But I'm saying right now, I'm I'm finishing The Last Kingdom. I'll figure everything else out after The Last
2: Kingdom. Yeah, that joint is worth finishing. That joint, Yeah. I lost a little sleep on that jump because yeah. that my is that vicious.
1: Okay, okay. Um, Let's get into our eargasm segment, Um, new music. Uh Let's see. Where, 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 where's my scroll to cross, J.B.? I don't see my scroll to for eargasm.
2: Yeah, sorry, I got caught You're up finding articles name. and shit. I got caught You're up finding articles name. and shit. Now, now I now not, <laughs> not, not set up unjust expectations and shit. Now that <laughs> nigga want this shit to pop up every very fucking time. Yeah, I did that right. to myself. It's all good. <laughs> so
1: uh, the biggest news is Drake dropped a mixtape. Um, he has, he said his full length album is dropping in the summer. The mixtape is a compilation of some songs we've heard before. Some of he did videos for, some on SoundCloud, some were just on Leaks, but now they're all put together nice and neat in one package. And I like it. I like it. I heard a couple of the songs, you know, but it didn't really turn me off that I knew them. I like it. I like them all being together. I like uh, my favorite songs on there right now are D4L with Young Thug and Future. That's on a part kickback playlist, by the way. Um, my other favorite song is... Um, I don't even know the name of it. We say, I should have put you where no one can find you. Somebody tell me the name of that song. I
2: should have put you where no one can find you. Whatever that song is called. Whatever the name of that shit is.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, D4L is a real nice joint. Um, you got Can't Stop by the Baby on that joint, too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's, <laughs> That's a, a nice Baby's Baby a good project.
1: We got songs from me on there.
2: Yep, um yep. Matter of fact, let me, pull, let me go ahead and pull that motherfucker up so they can see what the fuck we're talking about.
1: Oh. Yeah, Beyonce and Megan dropped a new record, uh, uh, the, the 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 remix to Savage, B went off, I think B went off, some people saying B went off and killed it, some people saying B had an average verse, I think Beyonce did a thing on that joke, said if you ain't got to jump up and down and get in your jeans, then you don't feel my pain, I went, Ooh. B said her ass got big after the twins, no no disrespect home you still my guy,
2: <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> That's y'all was mean. That's and, always and the Debian y'all, is a partner kickback playlist that we have on Apple, Title, and Spotify. We update it every Friday with new music. It's about three hours of music consistently. We take out you know the older songs, the weaker songs, we throw in five, ten new songs, and sometimes it's some oldies but goodies in there. And we do that, and it's just a playlist you can play during any time. Best in hip hop and RB, the shit we like, not the radio shit, the shit that we like. Um Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat is on there. That song I think is fire. Um got new Mozzie on there, new YG. Um I don't know if y'all can read the screen, but every we got everything, everything new that's popping. We got Trey Songs with Summer Walker, nigga. Their new song, back home. Where he be singing that new this of course. If it is in love. I'm telling you, <laughs> y'all better, y'all better download <laughs> this goddamn mixtape or this playlist. and start playing. Yeah, we got some. We, we got, got some.
2: Uh, uh, Thank you, Kristen. The song is called Desires. That's on there, too. Yep, yeah, you got Pinky Ring by Neo on there. That, that was an interesting yeah. cut. That was a yeah. really interesting cut. She gave me back the wedding
1: ring. I turned it to a Pinky Ring. That's what I did with Asante. Me and Asante broke up. She gave me back the wedding ring. I just turned into a picking ring. Pimpin'. There it is. Pimpin'. Um, so that's some of the new music that's out. I'll tell you what I'm still... I'm listening to that playlist. That That's what I'm listening to. Um, so I recommend you do the same. It's a pod name with a logo back. Mm-hmm. A pod name kickback playlist on Apple, Spotify, and Tidal.
0: Look at my dad trying to
2: line up my finger and shit. Look,
1: <laughs> everybody see how come it's not on title? <laughs> the playlist on title? The playlist is on title now. Fuck with us. Oh, I'm going to take this time to send a special shout out to everybody that's been on Patreon. We are giving you guys on Patreon extra footage. Behind the scenes footage. You know about a lot of things that everybody else doesn't know about. And we appreciate every week uh, every month, your contribution. We had three tiers $2 a month. Like, come on, 50 cents a week. You don't think we worth 50 cents a week to keep this show going, to get new apps that allow us to put the words on the screen? $4 a month, that's a dollar a week. But $7 a month, that's not even $2 a week. That's all we're asking for so the week. Don't have to come out of pocket for everything we do. Yeah. Like, like to get on title, we had buy a buy subscriptions. I got album music already and Spotify. I got to buy a title to give y'all the music every month. So I'm like, show us some love. Fuck, with us make it a little easy for us. We in a pandemic, people. We in a pandemic, people. There it is. Show us some love. Um. So we did our music. We did our Netflix and chill segment. And now we need to get into sports, JB. Let's do it, man. So the Dallas Cowboys just signed Annie Dalton.
0: Yeah, I On saw that. Hand,
1: I love the move because we don't have a good, a good backup. Yes. And Andy Dalton, in my eyes, is a more than quality backup. Yes. However, if Jerry is using this as leverage in negotiations with Dak,
2: I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, that's, that seems kind of shady to me and why Um, I think, I think Dak has earned the bread at this point. I really do. So, uh, I I I think it's kind. Of, I think it's kind of shitty. Honestly, I think it's shitty and shady. Um, the from a GM perspective, the Andy Dalton move, real talk, is the move that the Cowboys need to make because what happens if that gets hurt? Y'all are fucked. You know what I'm saying? Now maybe potentially y'all aren't quite as fucked. That being said, Andy Dalton does have a very very strong potential propensity to choke in the big games, which we don't like. But having a solid quarterback in that spot, I think, puts y'all in a good position. I don't think you need to sacrifice or jeopardize that with that process, though, New. I really don't. I agree. We need to sign
1: that, get him in there. He only wants a four-year deal, so when the collective bargaining agreement changes in three years, he'll be a free agent, and he'll be able to take advantage of the new TV money. And I'm not mad at them. They, they want to lock them up for seven, eight years. It's not going to happen. That ain't going go for it. So, Jerry, get them in there. We got a brand new coach, brand new offense. We need to be prepared. We we drafted CD Lamb. We have our best offensive team we ever had, on paper at least. Yes. Get him in there early so we can do what the hell we got to do. Well, I'm and you also have
2: Mike team. McCarthy, too, a head coach who is known for developing fucking, like, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You know what yes. I'm saying? So yes. Get Dak up under McCarthy ASAP ASAP. Them niggas need to be need to be zooming and shit right now. Yeah. You know what I'm
1: saying? they need to have a very very positive milieu milieu milieu. Million. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah,
2: you, go. you gotta say it like that. Milieu. Milieu.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the gangster geek word of the week. Um, oh, yeah. St. John is amazing. I fuck with St. John. St. John has been on the playlist for months and months and months. Um Chris, I, I think you I'm pretty sure you had the playlist. But yeah, he, he's I don't think he's on now. The last song I took off was Woman Himalini Kravitz. Um, and I had McDonald's Money on there last year. Um, I've had a couple of his songs on, on the playlist. So, yeah, St. John is dope. Um, phony People got a new banger out with Made the Stallion. That's on the playlist. And uh, Smee hit me the phony people. So, the playlist, I think it's the best playlist you're going to find, man. Jody Reyes, it's like, ain't nobody doing it like we doing it. I'm just going to brag. we more than just a podcast. We do the back kickback battles, we do the goddamn playlist. And um, and we got an OnlyFans. We're, we're, uh, JB, we're taking his clothes off. So, y'all are. Log- uh, log- hold log-
2: up now. Hold up. Our I don't only know fans. about that one. I don't you know about that OnlyFans?
1: one. Wait a minute. Take that off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had to shout her out. Thank you, love. <laughs> that needs to be removed expeditiously. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get it up there. <laughs> oh, shit. Um,
1: what else? Oh, the Michael Jordan documentary, JB, episodes five and six. Come on tonight. Now I'm going to keep it 100. I've seen it through episode eight. Cause I got sent a little, you know what I'm saying, a little care package, but I haven't seen the final two nine and ten. Tonight's episode, I'm not gonna spoil it, but this is um, the Kobe episode, right? So you'll get to hear from Kobe. Um, That's gonna be deep. That's gonna be serious. Yeah, it, it was really really good, and I'm gonna tell you, in one of these episodes, man, coming up, Jordan speaks from the heart on a lot of different things, and um. It's riveting, man. It's riveting. I can only imagine what the last two are going to be like. Now, if you, to be clear, we've only seen one through four. Five and six air tonight. Seven and eight air next week. But I've already seen all the way through eight. And then nine and ten, of course, airs in three weeks. Um, it's, it's riveting TV. You're locked in. You remember those days. That's when I first was falling in love with basketball. And that's what I used to be able to go around JB and tell you. I could tell you every play in the NBA stats, how many points, assists, games they played, family members, who their girlfriend was. Like I was obsessed
2: with the NBA and he Really was. He really was. It was kind of annoying actually, but he
0: really,
2: <laughs> he really was very much, very much obsessed. <laughs> very, very, very much obsessed. But you know, it's it's a dope. It's a dope documentary though. You know, there's no denying that. It's called The yeah. Last Dance, right? Yeah, The Last Dance. And Phil Jackson
1: named that because they, Jerry Cross had told him, you can win 82 games. You can go 82-0. and 0. You will not be back as a head coach. So they knew it was their last dance. And that's the damn thing they broke up that team. You don't break up a team that has two, three-piece in a decade and just won the sixth championship. And players are... Not still in their prime, but just leaving their prime. Robin played another two years after that. Scotty played another four years after that. MJ came back four years later and played two years with the Wizards, and that was 20 points a game. They should, they, they should have gotten one more shot. Here's a question, JB. The very next year, it was Tim Duncan and David Robinson Spurs. And I think they played the Knicks? Yep. I think they lost. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. They no, beat no, no. somebody. They beat. I want to say the Pacers.
2: The Nets. Maybe the Nets. It was, it, was it uh was it Jason Kids Nets? That that's what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I was, I was, I was asked I was, I was, I was, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was. I was saying, was the Jason Kidd's Nets? Not was it the Nets?
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, now, what if it would have been the Bulls against David Roberts and Tim Duncan, Avery Johnson, Sean Elliott, and Vinny Del Negro <laughs> against Von Hopper, Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, and
2: Longley, and Kukoc. That Bulls team had such incredible chemistry, and they were running that triangle offense to perfection at the time. They were – a lot of people forget they were also the best defensive team in the league at that time. So, I mean, you know, the, the Spurs had the Twin Towers back in the day, which was dope. You know, I think it would have been a hell of a matchup issue for the Bulls, but I think they would have dealt with it. I think they would have got Rodman and Edwards on them Twin Towers, and that, that would have been over with. I don't know, you Kim Tim Duncan, greatest power forward of all time, and David
1: Robinson wasn't no slouch. See, the Bulls never had to go through any legit big man except Patrick Ewing. That's true. That's the only big man they had to go through. Um, so I wonder if they would have played the, the, the Rockets in their run, their two-year run, how they would have handled the Kim Olajuwon. And if they had won that year and came back one more year and had to play Tim Duncan and the Spurs, I still get an answer to the Bulls, but I think Tim Duncan and, and Dave Robinson would have gave them the fucking blues.
2: I think it would have gone game seven for real. And Jeremy is actually saying we can simulate that shit on live. so We can. We actually, can. We can. I, we I, can I've heard it, I it that but
1: again. I've been playing it gotta like literally pick the Bulls and play it against Houston. Um, I'm actually, because uh, on 2K, they give you those legendary teams. So they got the 96, 97 Bulls who won 72 games. And they have the, the Spurs of that next year, uh, the 98 Spurs, I guess, 99 Spurs, I think. So I will, I, this is what I'll do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to watch that shit. I'm going to sit down and watch that shit.
2: That, that, I'm, that, I'm that really might actually back. be funny shit. That, that,
0: that yeah. might actually
2: be funny shit. Good little activity. And there's a way,
1: I think, that you can post the game you're playing on Facebook. If I figure out how to do it, I will post it. And it'll be, we can just watch it and, and get jumping I, all I, all I ain't all watched all. no basketball in a long time, so I <laughs> <laughs> look forward to that shit. <laughs> yeah, let, let's try it. Let, let's try it. Let's try to figure that out. Um, I'm gonna leave y'all with a feel-good story. Because I thought this was funny as hell. I um, will to thank y'all for tuning in. Of course, I want to encourage you to sign up to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash A Name Kickback. Follow us on all social media. At A Name Kickback. Um, on Twitter, we had to make it at A Name KB. Because Twitter, be hating with the characters. But on Instagram, you definitely want to follow us on Instagram. Because we do our Instagram live battles every Friday night at 9 p.m. Um... So, this gentleman decided that he was going to spend his quarantine on an island. So, he broke into Disney World and one of their islands and set up shop and was living there like a king till the police came. That's great, JB.
2: That's just great. That's just great. (laughs) Okay. That nigga said, you know what? I'm a social distance from everybody. I'm going to go Tom Hanks on y'all asses mm-hmm. and cast away and hopped over on a uh, tropical island. The crazy part was that he was trying to act like he didn't realize that it was private property and there was no trespassing, mm-hmm. even though there were signs up everywhere. and The police were looking at him like, really, like, really done. Right, really? Like, really done. They're standing there at a no trespassing sign like, really? Like, no no trespassing my G. Like, really? That's what you like, said. Like, like, looking at the logo, really? You're right, like, right, right. they like, that's what you said. The <laughs> like, like, for real. <laughs> but you can't be mad at him, though, because you know he was safe. <laughs> he you had understand? fresh fruit every day, fresh fish every day. <laughs> I've been living his best life. Yeah.
1: That's so crazy, man. I can't wait until this social distancing is over so we can get back out and do something. We ain't had a kickback. We the kickback crew. We ain't had a damn kickback in months. Since my birthday in November. No, we might have had one in December. But, I mean, it's been nothing this year, I don't think. I don't think. We might have got together with the fellas and did some shit. Yeah, no kickbacks this year. None. That's crazy. Man, I want to say I hope you guys are safe. Um. And this is something nobody ever talks about. When I go to grocery shopping, I come home, I have a, I lay down trash bags on my floor, and I put my my items on the trash bags, and I wipe them down with. I don't have box wipes, so I spray the paper towels with bleach, and I wipe down the outside packaging of everything I buy, and I still it, then I let it sit in my second station, and then I move it to a cabinet or to a refrigerator. Um, and some things I leave on the sta- on the actual station for a day or two. My clothes, when I come in, I take them off and I hang them up in the closet in the living room. Or like, like, Not in the closet, but in the closet door. And I wipe everything down, and then I go take a shower immediately. I'm hoping I'm doing the best that I can. Uh, but I'm going to give you guys a peek. Um, I don't know what you can see right here, but let's see. Let me try to show you all. Um, So y'all can see this, I went and bought some gloves, but I had to make sure they was clean first. And these are my clothes that I wore about four days ago, down to my drawers, <laughs> I hang them up. And that's like my little station where I do shit. Just, uh, just so you can have an idea of what the precautions I take. Now, if you have a better system, stick to your better system. But if you don't have a system, that is what I do. Um, and I have to take it in phases. You make it to the, the first workstation, then you make it to my dining room table, and then you make it to the counter or the refrigerator. And that's just the best thing I could think
2: of to do. Yeah. And if you don't have a face mask, you can always just tie up a bandana real quick before you go out. It's just that quick. Just like that. Boom. Yep. Just like that. <laughs> you good you know what i'm saying it's not no. that hard y'all it's really not <laughs> you we know we're doing everything we can man stay safe
1: out can, here. to stay safe out here so when so when the world opens back up we can go do all the fun shit. right you know what i'm saying so we just want you guys to be safe enjoy yourselves we're going to keep giving you content we record the podcast every sunday night it goes up every monday and every friday we do the kickback battle I'm gonna try to sneak in some shit on like Wednesday. Maybe that'll be the IG Live. I'll do the one on ones with we'll whoever wants to talk to me on IG Live on Wednesdays. But we're trying to give you all the best content we can. We love you. Stay safe. If you've been affected by COVID 19 in a personal way, we love you. We're praying for you. We're here with you. Positive energy to you and yours. And um, we hope for at least an hour or two
2: we gave you a little break. Yeah, man. Good night and God bless y'all. Be good. Uno. We out.
1: Follow was everywhere. Everywhere.